the fear of what if no one would love to watch my stream. It's always there. But at the end of the day, there's also another what if. What if there are people who would love to see me stream? It's just really up to you what matters most. Because there's two what ifs in that situation. You just need to choose what what if you would love to cater. Hi, Irene. Hello, Ruth. How are you? Really good. I think this is a good week, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. So, we're back in our new episode of Where the F Am I Heading? And this is a good conversation, good episode, because we're going to talk about people who has this big dream and we're going to cater to that and how do we follow that dream and if ever they want to be a content creator what platform they can give it a try so without further ado i'd like to introduce this very close to my heart this is my cousin and i was a very talented person alfred hi guys Hi, Alfred. Hi, Ruth. Hi, Irene. How are you? We're good. And We're excited. really excited to have you here. I'm uh, thank you. Thank you for having me this. here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about what I'm doing right now. I mean, what is content creating? Yeah, yeah. But before we head there, I just want to ask. I already know the answer, but I want people to know more about you. So can you tell us about yourself? Okay. My name is Alfred. I am a theater actor by profession. I've been doing theater since 2013. I was a part of productions such as Cinderella Manila, Heto na Musical na po, where we featured the music of Apo. I was also part of Aladdin, where I play the role of, of the genie, Once on this Island, and other few theater productions that are being produced here in the Philippines. And aside from being a theater actor, I also love singing. I, I was also a part of Wish Covery Season 1, 2017. And recently, I was part of The Clash Season 2. And more recent, I joined the singing contest in a local channel called Tawag ng Tanghala. So there you go. That's a slight background of who I am. But now wow. I'm, I'm, I'm doing content creating for almost two years on an app called Kumu. It's an online platform for everyone. Nice, nice. And hearing that, it's like it's quite a journey. Like you've been into different competitions and all that. I just want to know if, because they're all singing competitions, you've been into theater. I mean, I, I, I want to know if it was easy for you to join those contests, to be part of those great projects. Well, at first, it wasn't easy because I needed to resign on a regular job. I needed to have my time. I, of course, um, I, need, I asked my parents, I asked my mom if I told her that I'm not going to have a work that can give me compensation every 15 and 30 yet. But because yeah. I wanted to, to do this for, for a, a certain people to be able to pursue a dream that the path that I've chose required me to, to really give up a corporate setting, a corporate job. So mm -hmm. at first, it was difficult because I'm, I'm not earning from it. It's I'm, I'm, I'm doing projects just for exposures i'm doing projects just for connections but i i knew from the start that that was my passion and um i just trusted in that and then eventually people started knowing me i got recommended for certain projects and then my channels of connections became more wider and wider so that um from 2013 up to uh, until the present surprisingly i was booked one project after another project. So I mean, if you're going to ask about the struggles, there are struggles, especially when you're just starting. But if you go and push through with what you're doing and you know that you really put your heart onto it, mm -hmm. it will be an easy breezy journey for people who just want to explore things because time is really important. And if yeah. you if you have your time, I mean, like when, when you work on a corporate setting, the, your job will require to work from 8 to 5 p.m. or um, 8 hours of your day. Mm -hmm. But if you have an 8 hours at you can control you can do a lot of things yeah yeah actually this, that's a good point because you mentioned a very very important point where if you have a dream there are things that you have to compromise yes. and this is important for those who are struggling staying in a stable company or, or getting a stable income versus following your dream okay but more on to that later on and you also mentioned about connections i heard this just recently actually just last night from our ceo he said that your net worth is equal to your network so the more quality people around you that would really tell your value right i agree so you said that the journey wasn't easy. I just want to know if singing or, or performing is really your dream. Did you realize that it is something that you want to do early on in life? Yeah, and, and what age 
How old were you when you wanted that? I think singing was really a big part of our family ever since. Like, um, you know this, Ruth, that we do have a yearly gathering. It's a Catholic thing that we do. Yeah. When we do sing, I, I, I can't remember when I started singing. Yeah. I'm, but uh, I was raised by one of our aunts, Matefe, shout out. And my dad, he also loves singing. So every Sunday, we do have a karaoke session. And every Sunday... You really can't remember when I started singing. But for me to consider it as a profession, that came very late. Around maybe I was 20 years old already. I'm done with college when I mm-hmm. decided I wanted to do it as a profession. And I've been always sharing this story about how I decided to really pursue singing. It was, I think it was one of the, um, my dad's dying wish. He asked me before, when am I going to sing again? When Well, I go back to stage because as I've mentioned, I've worked in a corporate setup and I was like, I don't think that I will be performing again because I don't see myself earning from theater, earning from singing. But he mentioned that not everyone has given talent with what, what you have, so might as well use it. And then when he died, I tried auditioning again and then everything just fall into the, its places. Like yeah. that's the deciding factor for me. Okay, I want to sing again because it's one of his dying wishes and I wanted to fulfill this. And then every time I do sing, I just feel that he is so proud. And so that's it. I mean, it's really an influence from my dad and of course one of my aunt Ate Faye. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's why I wasn't looking at him while he was dying because his father, we call him Tata. He's like a second father to us. He's always there and it really gets us emotional whenever he gets in the conversation because <laughs> Tata is like, he's so close to his nephews and niece. So whenever yeah. he lets us go to sleep, Even the kids, his kids, he would sing. What kind of song is that? Like the old type of song? Uh, he loves classical singing and he, he loves Pavarotti, yeah. Andrea Bocelli. So we were raised, even Ruth, we were all raised listening to opera music because he used to sing those songs for lullabies for babies. So you just imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so when Alfred started singing, he's so, so excited. He was so proud whenever he saw Alfred on stage. And actually, I've seen Alfred's grow from the young years. And, and he's really a performer. But he didn't realize it early on. Yeah, I mean, it came very late. Yeah, even in high school and college, he's performing. But of course, you know, like the usual Filipino path that you have to get a corporate job so you will yeah. have a good amount of money yeah. and stable income and all that. There's no room for creatives. Yes. And yes. Alfred is so creative. <laughs> I want to go deeper into that part of conversation because especially for creatives, for you in following your dream, what were the struggles that you faced in achieving that? Can you walk us through when you were starting? One of the things that I needed to consider when I decided to, I want to pursue this career is the His career is composed of great, great, great and talented people. I needed to stand out. I needed to be noticed. So what are my strengths that they don't have? That's the time that I took advantage of. Well, if you, of course, guys, you can't see me, but I am on a plus size spectrum. So I, I took advantage of that. I, I auditioned for roles who needed someone bigger than the normal character guy. So... I took advantage of my size so that I can get a role. And then um, I took advantage of the voice of the training that I had because my training was on, under a choir. I was a member of a choir. And if I have some basic classical singing, so I took advantage of that. The other thing is, how will I stand out? I took dance lessons. I, I took drama classes. I really invested into honing my skills because I know that when I audition, I'm gonna battle with all professional and as I've mentioned extra extra talented people so at first those are the struggles but as I move forward with my career the struggle is how can you make yourself still interesting if you've been in this path or if, if you've been in this career for two to three years you need to ask yourself why will they hire you again or why will people hire you why will producers hire you you need to st- You need to think of how can I sustain this kind of connection? How will I, how can I con- maintain the interest of people hiring Alfred? So what I did while well, I started to really be myself, just my humor, which I definitely got from my dad, <laughs> that he's a very funny person. And then I started to, to really try different things. Like I tried singing contests so that people will know me. I tried different genre. So it's really up to you if, how are you going to overcome those struggles. 
but the best thing that we can do is try to improve every day. Right, that's right. And you said earlier that you started in 2013. And it, look at it, like how many years you're still there. And you're loving your craft. And as you said, you have to improve yourself. Because the moment you become constant, the moment you become stagnant, that's the end of it. And that's yeah. why you have to improve yourself continuously. And, and stay relevant. Yep. I agree. That's why when I mentioned, I just joined a recent recent thing contest and people were like huh? how come you're so nervous you've been doing this for so long it was like if i don't feel nervous that's that time that i should be nervous because i'm not feeling anything yeah. i'm not feeling um, i'm not feeling any pressure but i'm yesterday's performance it's just, it's just yesterday but i mean that performance it was really it was like my first time singing again i haven't been singing on a, on a live platform for almost two years because of the pandemic all the shows have been cancelled all the shows have been moved I still needed to perform I wanted to share because as a performer your core should always be you wanted to share stories you wanted to share something that's why I came up with this platform called Kumu wherein it caters people who love to share stories or who love to share anything so I've been doing this for almost two years mm -hmm. and So far, this app is really saving me, not only me, but also my whole family from surviving this pandemic. Oh, that's nice to hear. And you mentioned about Kumu. Let's talk about Kumu. How is Kumu different from another platform? Okay, um, Kumu is a live streaming app wherein you go live. And then you interact live. Unlike other platforms that you do shoot video, you do shoot reels, and then you mm -hmm. edit, then you post it, and then people just comment there. But you don't talk to them in real time. So unlike Kumu, you just you download the app, you click the live button, and you're live, and then people keeps on coming on your live, and then they keep on commenting, you keep on talking. If, you, if they request a song, and if you're a singer, then sing for them. So that's it. It's basically just, it's just like a live video call. Like, you, you go live, and then you treat your audience as your friend, and you're just talking to them. And I don't know if it's people nature to listen to other people having conversations. Yes. So, and that's why we take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, people love to listen to other people conversing. So, that's it. That's it. That's the niche of Kumu. And is it created by Filipinos because they wanted to spread the the Filipino culture all around the world. So, now it's worldwide. And, and the talent. And the talent as well. Mm -hmm. That's nice because as far as I can remember, Kumu is comparing it with other platforms. It's pretty young. But the growth or the expansion is really surprising. Yes. I said, I, I'm not sure if Kumu started around 2016 or 17 I'm not sure definitely it's those really 17 or yeah. 18 it's really young because I, I started Kumu 2019 and I was there when they celebrated their 1 million subscribers from 2019 I think as of now Kumu has more than 6 million download so imagine within the span of two years the, the number doubled and now celebrities from the philippines as in a-listers from the philippines are now yep. in kumu going live entertaining or making friends with their audience and that's another good thing about kumu compared to other platforms like celebrities do upload their videos their their followers or their fans they do comment there they do share but they really don't have that the conversation unlike in kumu when you go live, you can definitely greet them, shout out their names, and really talk to them directly. Yeah. It's real time. And the good thing about it is because it's live streaming, it's raw. Yeah. Really yes. raw. It can show the authenticity of that person. Yes. And maybe that's the reason why it's so effective. It's, it's growing so fast. It's because it can showcase not only the talent, but the authenticity of the person. Yes. If you're going to download Tumu and if you're going to um, search there, you will see different kind of person. There are a lot of performers, there, but there are also people who just love to talk. They've been talking about mental health. They've been talking yeah. about whatever the things that they want to talk about under yeah. the sun. It's there. It's, it's available in the app. And actually, just hearing that, that's why it's so important that the generation nowadays are taking advantage of the technology that we have. Because we don't have this before. Yeah. We cannot openly talk about things that are important to us, like adulting, like mental health, you mentioned. And of course, yes. sharing the talent in that very personal level, right? Because before yeah. we will only see performers and all that on TV or movies or whatnot. But having platforms like this, it opens the stage for everyone. Yes. 
Yeah. I agree with that. Like I've I've been meeting people who's been telling me that I've seen you in a in one of the places and I didn't expect that you're as funny as uh, you're funny in person and that live streaming gives backstage pass for people to really know the artist that they're supporting, you know, how they talk, how they really interact with friends because it's very authentic, it's very raw. It's mm-hmm. live. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're streaming and how do you earn money from Kumu? Okay, there are definitely things that, that you can earn from Kumu. Like I'm content creator in Kumu. I do create things on my life. Like I have some wigs here and if I wanted to create a character, I can do that. And then people, I will ask people, okay, in Kumu, Kumu there's, a, there's called diamonds. So diamonds are virtual money, virtual cash in Kumu. So people need to top up. They're gonna buy those diamonds and then that diamonds will be converted into coins. Then those coins will be given to streamers for example I will say um, guys do you want me to sing a Josh Groban song but for me to, to sing that can you just give me a gift worth 50,000 coins so if they drop 50,000 coins I will get 50,000 coins right and those coins can be monetized I'm not sure about the conversion recently but I guess it's fifth, if you are a bronze badger because there, there are badges there are tier in Kumu if you're mm. a beginner you don't have a badge yet but if you produce a good content then Kumu will notice you you will have a blue check I mean your account will be verified and then after being verified if, you, if you're still performing good they will invite you for a Kumu University it's a seminar where they will teach you how to be a content creator then after attending that they will give you a bronze badge getting a bronze badge means you can monetize 50,000 coins is equal to 1,000 pesos so there you go you get you monetize by just simply asking gifts or telling your supporters or your your viewers that guys if you want me to do this can can we reach a certain amount of coins and of course they they know that they know that you you're you're gonna monetize those coins so that's how live streamers earns from this kind of platform do you collaborate as well in Kumo with the other talents yes I mean I am the type of streamer who loves collaboration with other artists like well I have, I'll have a collaboration later with celebrities such as Augie Alcacid Gary Valenciano Miss Lani Misalucha Martin Yevera a good friend of mine invited them and I'm co-hosting So it's a form of collaboration. Like I do invite friends who also sings to join me in my stream so that we can have a concert or we can have a battle off. And then people would love to compare who sings better, who would they love to support. So collaborations are very much open in this app. Yeah. And by the way, as of recording, he said later. So by the time we upload this, it's already <laughs> over. Done. But done. Oh. we'll talk about yeah. that later. It's for sure From today of recording up to the time we upload this, there would be a lot more. Because imagine yes. <laughs> he'll be collaborating with Ogi Alcacid, Gary V. So for sure, there would be a lot more. So more to come to that. Yes. I just want to ask, because you mentioned that people are aware that streamers are earning from that. You know, just watching or just observing that, people really support people. Yeah. Yeah. Because even if I know that I'll be putting my money into this person, but because of the content, that's why you have to have quality content so people would support yes. you. And you also mentioned that Kumu would have this kind of academy where they will train you. And it's a good thing because they are supporting their creators. Yes, they, they do support their creators. Yes, it's like you will not be swimming on your own, right? So it, yeah. it's a good thing that they are going to support you to grow. I just want to know, for example, someone who doesn't have an experience but want to give it a try. So like for you, you already have background of singing, this is what I do. But for someone who's dreaming to go into that path, into streaming, how can he or she start in Kumu? Because for sure, especially for someone who's not experienced, it's like, okay, I will start, I'll click go live, and then he or she will froze. So Because there's no one watching. Yeah. If you're starting, you need to first set what is your goal. If your goal is to have a decent number of followers, then you need to trim it down. You really need to focus first and you really need to remind yourself that you're just starting. So when the moment you click the live button, just talk to the people coming in and eventually someone will talk back and start a conversation. As I've mentioned earlier, other people love to listen to people conversing. So just start a simple conversation. If still, if you're still talking and no one is talking about you, then think of another topic. You can definitely open up the weather. You can definitely open up who's your favorite artist, what's your favorite music. There are a lot of options that you can 
talk and then finally will will be inter- someone will be interested to talk back to you to listen to you or to have to start a conversation does it if you start a conversation and after that maybe ask him or ask that person who talked to you or oh, what's your instagram can i follow you there just create a friendship and then the following the next day that you will go live you talk i'm going live can you join me again you're gonna again talk to each other people will be interested to join your conversation then ask hey can we add you just create a small family first create a small group where you now you're gonna inform that i'm gonna go live will you join me again and then eventually you will just be surprised that that small family becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and just put up a good content they like put up a i mean good poster that's very important because for kumu to recognize you they need to see that you're serious about your content they need to see that that your content is just, just like go live and just go with the flow you need to have okay for this week i would love to talk about this certain topic for this episode i would love to sing for this episode i would love to just do mukbang or eat food and give commentary so kumu needs to see that you're well of course poster is very important you do have your good content you have a good hosting i'm not no no not good hosting because people are very spontaneous i believe in and spontaneity of people so just be consistent and of course the time slot you need to have for starters i would really suggest that you have a definite time slot so that people will know when will you go live it's really important for starters like okay i will go live every 1 p.m there's no difference from other podcasts or other or, or youtube there's no difference from that being consistent isn't it yeah yeah i got a lot of great gems in that so if you were listening hopefully you were taking down notes because <laughs> a lot of gems and This is what I heard, okay? And correct me if I'm wrong. You mentioned about consistency. You mentioned about working hard by like putting out posters and all that. And the first important thing that I heard from you is finding your niche. Yes. Okay. So it means that, and I want to make this clear for everyone, because people who are still in the process or starting, once they hit the wall, They would say that oh those successful successful people they they achieve it because they're just lucky. No, that's not no. that's not true. In any type of endeavor, you really have to be clear on your goal. You have to be clear on the path that you will do. The same what Alfred said, right? You have to identify what is your strength and and really focus on it not just okay i'm gonna go live today and then blank you really have to create your creatives right next is working hard it's not just like alfred just woke up one day and that's it he worked hard for it and then number three is consistency you cannot just show up today and then tomorrow you're just not feeling sexy or whatnot <laughs> and not show up so you really have to be consistent and those three things that i captured from what he said you can apply that to any endeavor right regardless yes. whether you're streaming or at work or in business or whatnot you really have to have those three elements right to be successful and start <laughs> that's why i'm looking at irene start because this podcast <laughs> i was telling you Alfred earlier this podcast came to irene's head four years ago oh yeah. yeah it took me a long time she has the complete equipment imagine that it's like everything's ready except her yeah <laughs> but the good thing is you've already started this yes that, that's why it's important to start and once you start yeah. you have to be committed to doing that And then I just want to add up regarding, I mean, you've mentioned earlier that other people might think that those successful people, they were successful because of just luck. Guys, imagine that even those successful people, they have struggles. I mean, for sure, they're still struggling and they're still trying to convince themselves that, okay, I need to do this. There are days that they would definitely feel that they're not sexy, but they need to convince themselves that they need to go. So success is not an indicator for you to stop so never think of ah those people they're successful and they're not working anymore no they're successful but they're still working and they're still working hard because success is something that should be sustained it's not something that you will get overnight and then it will be there forever no you need to still work hard continue working if you want that success to be maintained there's actually yeah. a, a, an important life lesson i'm sorry i just want to say it <laughs> that is related Go. to the to re- related to this conversation especially for someone who feels like i'm not moving forward in the 
pace that I want to because people had already started ahead of me, especially for the content creators who would like to start, but they feel that people has already started a long, long time before me. This life lesson, I got this when I was doing the marathon, a 10K marathon. That's the first time and the last time. I didn't do it anymore. It killed me. But anyhow, that life lesson is about if you are going to look at people ahead of you, look at them as inspirations. Don't take it as people has already started ahead of me. I, I can't do it anymore. So only look at the people ahead of you as inspiration and look at the people behind you. It means that there are still people who are trying behind you and look at the distance from where you started. There's already a good distance. So all you have to do is keep moving, keep moving, keep moving until you reach your goal. And Alfred said it very nicely. You really have to cling onto the answer. Why are you doing this? Because that will keep you going. It sounds cheesy, Preach but Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good conversation. <laughs> but that's really good. So since we are there, I would love to add one as well. Whoa. So recently I was listening to Gary V about mm -hmm. it is better. Okay, let me clarify. Not Gary V the singer, okay? Gary V the... <laughs> Because we mentioned Gary V earlier, the singer, that Alfred will be collaborating. Gary V. Barnett. He said about something, because content creation is just like this. It's better to do done than perfect. Because for a long time, I always aim for perfect. But that is why I don't do something. I don't finish anything. I only do it halfway because now it's not perfect. I don't want to release whatever I recorded or whatever I do, something like that. It's the same thing with like Kumo. When I started, when I, when I went there before, I just want everything to be perfect, but it's not going to happen. And that yeah. stops me from doing something. I want everything to be, you know, to run smooth and perfect. And then it doesn't go my way. And so I, I lost motivation in doing something. But when we started this podcast, that's the only thing I have in mind. You know, there's a lot of hiccups along the way we have technical issues we have all kinds of noise we have dogs in the background chickens all types of things that if you talk to me like two years ago i would say no we trashed that recording yeah because yep. it's not pleasant at all but now my, my point of view is so different it's like okay it's already done so why, why change it and just like let's release it and we just do better next time i have a funny story about those noises that you can't control when you're going live there were a time that kumu asked me to host a certain show and that is a boosted show it means that it's posted on top of the page so people will really watch that show and i was there hosting and then suddenly my gadget i mean my, my sound card had a problem so i was trying to fix it and then the dogs of our neighbors are so noisy they were so noisy and i thought that i was muted i thought that i muted myself and then i shouted and cursed like pi those dogs and i didn't know that they can hear me so people started commenting oh my god he's mad he's angry poor dogs like did you hear me i was like guys did you, did you hear that <laughs> oh my god i'm so sorry and that video was recorded and i really thought that oh my god kumo will reprimand because i i cursed someone live i cursed the dogs live like and then the following day kumu officials they came to my stream they were all laughing what happened last night that was so fun we didn't expect that you're capable of saying those words and i was like i'm really sorry after that video i got a lot of followers they keep on um, people keep on coming hey you're the There's one on the, the viral video <laughs> and it was like who cursed the dog it was like yeah and then i started playing who let the dogs out and people are enjoying it you just need to really ride on whatever happened live and make the most out of it like as you mentioned, it's it's done. It's not perfect. Yep. That episode was not perfect, but it's done. And people loved it because that was me. That was the real me. I'm annoyed with, with dogs barking too loud. Exactly. Like, just like that. Done is better than perfect. Just keep on doing. Yes. Keep on creating. And eventually you get there. Hopefully, right, Ruth? <laughs> Yeah, I, I was muted because while you were talking, the dog started the dog. to bark. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and it's a good thing. Well, it's not a good thing about that pandemic happened, but because of pandemic, platforms like this, I mean, the environment came alive, right? And also, that's the struggle of people working from home, right? Yeah. Of course, there's nothing you can do about it as much as, you know, you've already tried your best, but there are circumstances that you cannot control and you would be surprised that people will be understanding of that like 
yeah, I understand. It happens. Yeah. And it's a good thing. You were able to get the positive out of it. And I saw that clip. It was so funny. It's really funny. <laughs> so what inspired you to become a content creator in Kumu? Okay, as I've mentioned earlier, I am a theater actor. And as a theater actor, I always wanted to share stories. But right now, all the theaters are being locked down. We don't have any shows. Well, Kumu is not the first app that I did live streaming. I was invited by someone to try it. And then I was like, okay, I will try it. And then I just keep on singing, keep on telling stories. And people love the stories, love the, they do love the singing. So that's it. I, this is a perfect platform for people who would always love to talk <laughs> and who would always love to share something. Because there are always someone who's willing to listen to other people talking. And so that's it. I mean, that's the main reason why I started doing Kuma. I just wanted to sing more often. And since the pandemic is not allowing us to do it on a live performance, I mean, no, it's not only me. I mean, a lot of Filipino theater actors are already here in Kumu. And they're all successful. Um, to name few, Gab Pangilinan, who played Joy in their Ang Huling El Bimbo. She's very successful here in Kumu. Gian Magdangal. A lot of our theater people are already here because we don't have a place to perform. And the only thing that we have right now is online. And Kumu is offering that venue for us. Yeah, actually, that's that's a good point because that's what I'm gonna ask, but you've already answered it. People who are so creative, people who are performers, if they are contained, like what pandemic did to them, they have to release that creativity. Yeah. That was what Kumu did, right? They were given this platform, this bigger stage. And for those who are listening, if you are really inspired or, or you would want to become a singer or you would want to become a into theater or whatnot, you can actually talk to these people live and learn from them, ask questions, right? So that's yeah. actually a good thing about this platform. I just want to know, because you mentioned earlier about you have to plan or at least have something ahead of time about your content and whatnot. Was there a time that you have this creator's block or you feel that you're stuck? And what did you do about that? There was a time that I felt that I am not improving already. I think when I was, after I celebrated my first year anniversary, and that's also the time where celebrities started to flock in, in the app. They started going live and all the viewers are watching them. And whenever we go live, the normal streamers, we only have around 15 or 10 viewers because all our viewers are watching the celebrities. And I was like, how can I compete with these people? They are very famous here in the Philippines. They are celebrity status. They are A-listers. But as I've mentioned earlier, I think I am the type of person who always look for the positive side of things. I just told myself, okay, they're now here. But the good thing is their fans will also download Kumu and they will bring a lot of new audience. So what I need to do instead of feeling bad that they're here, what I did was whenever someone is live, for example, Alex Gonzaga goes live on Kumu, I will go live. And then if she ends, all her viewers will definitely look for other streamers who are live. So that's what I did. They will scroll down. Okay, she's done. Let's look for other streamers. After doing that, I, I, I will develop new set of viewers. I develop new sets of followers, new sets of friends. So you just need to really strategize and really convince yourself, never stop. Never stop because if you stop, that's it. But if you just keep on doing it and the good thing there, I mean, I have a personal quota. This was just me. Every month, I want to earn, for example, I want to earn 50,000 pesos. That's my goal for the month. And then when I stopped doubting myself that I can, I mean, I was able to reach that. And then I challenged myself, okay, I will try to do this. You need to keep on challenging yourself. So you need to keep on questioning, am I doing enough? Because the answer will always be, you can do more. You should always have that kind of answer. Am I doing enough? You cannot tell yourself, okay, I'm, I do did everything because I don't think that anyone could really do everything. That's impossible. If, if you tell yourself that I already did everything, no, you didn't. That's impossible because as long as you're alive, as long as you're breathing, there are other things that you can do. Golden Nuggets alert again. If you heard <laughs> that, you said an important point. You mentioned about am I doing enough? That's a very powerful language. And the way Alfred put it, it's a question not to question his skills, 
or talent, but to challenge himself. People would say, I am not doing good enough. But if you put it in, am I doing good enough? If not, what can I do more to improve? Another important point he mentioned is something about where should I improve on? So the only person who can stop you from moving forward is yourself, right? And this is something that I learned just now. I'm not sure if I'm the only one. He said (laughs) that when Alex Gonzaga goes live, he goes live too. So that when Alex stops from streaming, he has the potential of having those audience go to him. And before, well, I'm, I'm not a live streamer, but I do you know, I have creative mindset as well. But that's my fear. Uh, okay, if this person who has a big following goes live, I cannot compete with that. You get intimidated. Yeah, it's like, okay, no one's going to follow me or no no one's going to watch me or listen to me. But I got a different perspective from Alfred that, no, take advantage of that so that once he or she stops, you can have his or her followings, right? Yeah. That's a good strategy, guys. You have to consider that. We will try it. <laughs> Go, guys. So, do you still have other questions, Irene? Actually, I I wanted to ask a lot of questions, but that was before, though, because when he started talking, all the questions I have is already (laughs) answered. I'm really talkative. (laughs) But, okay, there's one thing. This is more personal about stage fright. I do have that trouble, like, talking with a lot of people, like what I said earlier. How do you deal with that? Like, for real, in in a theater? Okay, it's a different thing in theater because in theater, when you're on stage, you really can't see your audience. You're blinded by the lights. So it's a technique that the viewers didn't know that we can't see you guys because all the lights are flashing in our eyes. But in live streaming, stage fright is different. For me, on a live performance, stage fright is easy to overcome. But the stage fright that I've experienced on a live streaming is a different monster. There was a time that I was streaming for almost two hours and no one is talking to me. And I was like, I am a bronze badger. I am a, I have a verified account. I do sing. I do entertain people. How come no one is talking back to me? And I was so frustrated. It's like that my anxiety was eating me like, you're not good enough. They don't want to watch your stream. They would prefer to watch other streamers other than you. And I was like, but I was live. And I I can't let them see that I am becoming not okay. That I am starting to doubt myself. And then there was one viewer who entered and asked, can I request a song? I was like, oh, finally, someone is here. Sure. What song would you like to hear? And that viewer said, can I request just once? And I was like, oh, yeah, I know that song. Then, 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 I did my best, but I guess, and I started crying because that's how I felt during the time I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. And then the, the viewer why are you crying? What happened? Did I did I say anything wrong? And I told her that, no, no, I'm just very emotional. Because, I mean, the stage fright is, will always be there. Even if I go live tonight or tomorrow, the fear of what if no one would love to watch my stream? It's always there. But at the end of the day, there's also another what if. What if there are people who would love to see me stream? It's just really up to you what matters most. The what if no one will watch or the what if someone is looking forward to see you live. It's up to you to to really weigh. Because there's two what ifs in that situation. You just need to choose what what if you would love to cater. How about in the television? Showtime, right? Well, the stage fright there was recently, it changes. It really changes. I mean, the, the fear is not a constant thing. It changes. Like before, when I was still starting, Starting, my fear was what if they didn't like me? What if I'm not good enough? But now, um, recently, the fear that I felt was why did I join this contest? Other people might think that you're already professional. Why are you still trying to prove yourself? You don't need to prove yourself anymore. You've been working with these celebrities already. Then why still join a singing contest like that? And I was like, okay. So that's the fear. But at the end of the day, I just needed to remind myself, I'm doing this because I wanted to prove something for myself, not for other people. I wanted to tell myself that even though I didn't win, I am capable or I can still do it because I'm not young in joining singing contests. I've been joining contests before. It's just the reason why I joined that one is I just wanted to remind myself that you still have it, that you can still do it and you're still blessed. Just a reminder because this pandemic really sometimes attacks us when we're 
we're alone, like the wee hours of the night, when we're about to sleep, there are a lot of negative thoughts attacking us. And we need to fight those thoughts. We need to battle it out. Well, a good friend of mine, Mr. I don't know if you know him, Mr. Marlo Mortel, he keeps on reminding me that those thoughts are just thoughts. You're more than powerful than your thoughts. So you need to battle that. And if you're feeling tired, talk to your friends. They will be there to battle that with you. I think Irene is agreeing with me with, the, with, with those <laughs> thoughts before you go to sleep when you're alone in your room. There are a lot of, oh, there are so many noises. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing is, that was before though, because, well, when you said alone at night and things like that, well, I'm alone at day and night for many months now. But the way I deal with that is actually talk to my mom. We normally video call like three hours, four hours in a day, but I'm just laughing because you said about the alone and the thoughts at night and your value, you're questioning your value, the, the mm-hmm. skills you have. You feel like you're not doing enough. And I do have those nights or sometimes it's not even nice, just like, you know, when hey, lunch and suddenly the thoughts will hit you and yes. you, you lost appetite because now you're thinking more about that kind of thing oh, how I wish I can experience that loss of appetite I haven't experienced <laughs> it ever because <laughs> when I'm upset I want to eat <laughs> and if you're not upset you still want to eat yeah <laughs> But that's really powerful. Alfred brought a very powerful message that self-talk will always be there. You just have to choose the right voice to listen to, right? Yep. It's really powerful. We're almost done in this conversation, but you mentioned earlier in this conversation that you are in the plus size spectrum. Yep. How did you deal in becoming comfortable on your own skin did it ever become a struggle or a challenge for you or because for sure people will be like that who are listening to us i can't do that because i'm not pretty enough i don't have a light skin or i'm not you know there would be always insecurities. So I want to know how did you handle that? Every day, it's a struggle for me to really go out and show the world that I am happy. I'm fine. Because I know for a fact that people will still judge me because of my size, because of whatever things that they wanted to use as a criteria to judge other person. But I, as I've mentioned earlier, I took advantage of the size that I have by auditioning for roles that will definitely fit my size. If they're looking for a dance I will definitely will not audition for that. But it's just that you just need to tell yourself that at the end of the day, what matters most is you're a good person. Whatever your size is, whatever your color is, whatever your race is, the most important thing is at the end of the day, you did something good, you were able to help other people, and you are a good person. Because being a good person does not require any physical attribute. I just keep on reminding myself that at the end of the day, they can judge me whatever they want, whenever or whenever they want to judge me but I know for a fact that I didn't do anything wrong and I am a good person and I have a strong core values and I am doing everything to make my family proud and to make my parents proud because as we grow older I just realized this that happiness really varies like before what can make me happy buying a new gadget buying a new laptop buying a new phone that makes me happy before but as I grow older I just realized that what makes me happy right now is seeing that my parents or my mom is proud of me and whenever people will see me and whenever I will interact with them I want them to feel that I was raised well by my late dad and my mom that Alfred is a good person because he has a decent parent so that's that's the thing that I wanted people to see right and to focus nowadays that don't look on the physical attributes of people look if that person is good to you and if he or she is good to you you, then be good to other people as well. Because goodness is something that should be shared and you should be inspired by goodness. If you see goodness from other people, then why not choose to be good as well? That's it. I mean, that's my mantra in life right now. And I just want to add, this is an example. I'm a member of an organization called Tech for Filipino Youth Organization and we're giving away tablets for kids, for Filipinos who can't afford online schooling. I volunteered on this organization because I really wanted other people to see that even though all my products are being cancelled. I Technically, I am unemployed right now. But I still choose to help other people by simply volunteering in this organization. I just wanted people to realize that helping others is free. 
You just need to choose it. The opportunity to help is always there. You just need to choose it. And right now, the projects I've spearheaded, we're able to raise enough funds to give out almost 300 tablets for kids. And we're now looking for beneficiaries. We're looking for kids because we have the tablets now. We're looking for kids that are deserving to receive this blessing. And we're not yet done. I mean, if someone receives a tablet, we're now on a second phase of trying to produce an online school for them so that they can use the tablet as well. So there's always an opportunity to help. You just need to choose it. So for the listeners, guys, always choose to help. Someone asked me before, how can you make a difference? My answer was by helping others because right now the world is so sad and people are really on survival mode. We think of ourselves, we think of our families, but the moment you think of other people that are outside of your circle and other people will see that, hey, he was able to help that one. I'm I can also do that. Let's inspire each other to help other people who are very needy. Needy. Thank you so much. So That's really, go. really <laughs> great. I was like, wow. wow. And <laughs> if ever you feel that your insecurity stops you, remember that there would be people who will be inspired by your story, be inspired of your talent, right? Yes, there would be people who will bash you. It's part of the package. Yeah. But focus on the people who will be inspired, who will yes. cheer you and root for you, right? There would be people out there, like what Alfred said earlier, when someone asked him to sing just once. So there would be people there who will support you, right? <laughs> yes, and I want to share another story regarding the, the body positivity thing. There was a campaign in Kumu and in a certain magazine, a beauty magazine, they're looking for the next cover. And that campaign, they're looking for a guy. And I joined that competition. And the people were like, why did you join? This is for, they're looking for male cover photo. It was like, guys, I think the world right now is more diverse when we say cover, when we say someone will cover a magazine. And I am here to represent the plus size community that no one should dictate who are beautiful or who are not. No one should dictate who are sexy or who are not. So I joined that and I landed at, I think, third spot. So I got an interview. I wasn't able to get the cover, but I did an interview with them. And I was like telling the people that never ever let let anyone tell you that you're not beautiful. Never let anyone tell you that you don't deserve to be a cover of a magazine because you are. You deserve. You deserve to feel that you are beautiful because, at the, again, as I mentioned, you, if you know for a fact that you are a good person, then you are beautiful. It, it, it radiates. Whatever is inside of you, it would radiate. Yeah. I'm not I'm not really far from that because, well, apparently I'm not the typical girl that my mom and my, my cousins and my relatives would expect me to be, you know. I'm, I'm not a girly girl so I was really insecure about my voice back then the way I move the way I walk everything before I let them label me of someone that I'm not and they keep on calling me names that I'm not because I know what I am I'm, I'm comfortable in my own skin but then they keep on you know like labeling me oh you have a voice of, of a guy or are you a, a tomboy or something like that and I always have a joke about this before I was just like okay I, I accept that because from a really young age until you know like 20 or something they keep on calling me names and stuff like that until one day I just said, you know, it's really rude to label someone. I mean, you have no right to label someone based on their appearance mm -hmm. because you don't know what they are yeah. inside of Agree. Right? So that was the thing that was actually stopping me from showing in, in the video or talking because I was so insecure with my voice. And, and then I was working in... in corporate before and then they said oh you really have a deep voice it's really perfect for recording some tutorials and stuff like that and then that's when I said oh okay then from that time I don't change my voice it's, yeah it's me what can we do yeah and actually I, I never expected that this conversation would go this path because you know we have a different plan but it's good because <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. good points came out of it, right? And we're actually nearing the closing part of the conversation. I know you've already shared a lot of golden nuggets here and there, Alfred. But I want to ask your parting words or your advice for those who are struggling to find their purpose or their calling and those who are uninspired or lost their motivation. Because I know at one point you have, or multiple points, you felt that. And like, just want to become a successful content creator like you. Okay. Advice that I could give is trust your creator. 
craziness. Because sometimes we felt that the craziness we have will not be appreciated by other people. But again, those are just thoughts. You will be surprised how many out there are as crazy as you. So if you want to be a good content creator, trust your craziness. If you're going to see successful content creators are just crazy in their own stuff. They do things that you want to do. And that's it. That's the key. You just need to do it. Just do it. Go. That's, that's the only advice I can give. And then if that kind of craziness will not be appreciated, then be crazier until you find the perfect craziness that you are comfortable and people will love that craziness. I have been very crazy in my streams recently. I have four other characters who would be guesting on my streams. I have a younger girl version called Emingard. I have four wigs here with me. And then I have Lavinia. I have other crazy things that I'm doing. Just be crazy and you will be surprised because the world right now is looking for something crazy that can really give us a break on the stress that the pandemic is giving us. So if you want to be a content creator, this is the perfect time because most of us are online, are sticking to our phones because we, we have all the time. This is it. This is the perfect time wherein we can definitely apply the saying, time is gold because we have all the time right now. So make the most out of it. Wow. Just do it now. You know, I will download Kumo just to see <laughs> Emingard. <laughs> Go! Oh my God! I'm downloading it right now. Really? <laughs> Well, as a short battle, Emingard is still in grade 4, but she's on grade 4 for almost 10 years wow. because she doesn't want to go to grade 5 because she doesn't want to use ball pen. <laughs> Backstory. <laughs> so, because of that, as you already mentioned, what is your what is it called in Kumu? How they can follow you? Oh, my username is Kumo is Alfred Sten. Yes, I usually go live at around 12 midnight Philippine time to 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Philippine time. So I usually sleep around after lunch. (laughs) As I've mentioned, I wanted to try different time slot because I wanted to reach more audience, especially audience abroad. So if you want to see, if you want to know who Emingard is, who Lavinia is, catch those times, 12 to 2 Philippine time and 7 to 9 or 7 to 10 Philippine time. Definitely going to follow and watch you. And Ruth and I will be in Kumu soon. Yeah, just an audience. (laughs) Just for you. Go, go, go. And of course, I am really, 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 really so happy and proud of Uh, the journey of Al. For me, he's Al. Because it wasn't easy. It's not always laughter. It's not always smiling. There are, of course, tears. But keep doing what you're doing because you are inspiring people. And I don't want to be teary-eyed because we're already at the end of our <laughs> part of the show. And yeah, this episode of Whatever Man Heading is so important for those who are dreamers, yeah. right? So just follow your dreams. And I always say your dream will remain a dream until you do something to make it real. So that is so powerful. And if ever you feel that I cannot do it because everyone's already doing it. No, you are unique. You have something that they don't have. Yes. So Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So don't stop. Continue dreaming. Continue following that dream and continue improving yourself. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Alfred. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. I had a good conversation. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your talent. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for inspiring us. And hopefully, guys, you enjoy this episode. More to come. Yes. More episode, more exciting conversations that we will have. And guys, if ever that you you listen to this and you downloaded Kumu and then you followed me and then you watch my stream, just say that you watch this episode and I'll be yeah. more than happy to Thank you. welcome and- you in the circle of friends I have in that app. Just tell me, I mean, right there in the comment, I, I heard you talking with Ruth and Irene. It was like, oh yeah, there you go. Let's just share friendship. Yes, that's right. So that's it. That's our another episode of Where the F. Am I heading? This is Ruth. And this is Irene. See you again soon. Bye. Bye.